The source on this is Tucker himself. I just reflect what he told me. Hello and welcome to The Interview, Mediaite's weekly podcast featuring conversations with top figures in media and politics. I'm Ada McLaughlin, your co-host and the editor-in-chief of Mediaite. And I'm Diana Falzone, a senior reporter for Mediaite. Our guest on this week's episode is Michael Wolff, the prolific author of a number of best-selling books, including a series on the Trump administration. He's now out with his latest book. It's called The Fall, The End of Fox News and the Murdoch Dynasty. We discuss the future of the Murdoch empire, which could involve a nasty succession fight and determine the fate of Fox News. We also talked about a tumultuous few years for the biggest cable news network in the country, which faced the mammoth Dominion settlement and the ouster of Tucker Carlson, its top star. Michael also addressed questions about his reporting practices and the accuracy of his book. Michael, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. So I want to start off with the title of the book. It's quite a declaration, the end of Fox News and the Murdoch dynasty. Can you sketch out that collapse for us? Uh, yeah, well, it was um, uh, Rupert Murdoch helped um, helped my thesis and helped me sell books, of course, by um, <laughs> by announcing that he was, uh, he was stepping back um, the other day. Um, but it, it's 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 really looking at this, looking at the past um, um, couple of years of 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 Fox and um, in seeing a set of incredibly difficult um, internal contradictions that 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 I thought, uh, you know, I, I I don't know how you go forward there. I mean, most notably. Um, detesting Donald Trump by and at the same time having an audience um, utterly committed to to Donald Trump. And then on top of that, the one decision, the singular decision maker in the company being 92 years old um, and looking at um, his um, uh, a certain end um, <laughs> um, in the. Um, um, in the not too distant future, and, and and that's a situation in which then control of the company passes to his four oldest children, and they are unable, certainly to this point, unable to agree on a direction of this company, and in many ways implacably in, uh, opposed to um, to each other in kind of mortal ways. So. Um, so I, I I think to uh, you, you, I, the the path forward is um, is not just complicated, but it's an it's an end game. Um, either either Fox transitions to something else under the control of one of another of the children, um, or or they sell it, which I think is probably the the most logical outcome. That actually is is something. I'm very curious about is that do you think there's an indication there by Rupert stepping down now? I mean, age is obviously a factor. He's 92 years old, but 
is the sale of Fox News near? What's what are the possibilities? Do you think that once he passes, we're we're going to see possibly both the corporations just being itemized and sold yeah, off? Yeah, no, I would I would say that that's that that's probably what's what's going to happen. I mean, James Murdoch has has said that he he's not interested in selling um, uh, Fox; that he wants to um, quite precisely take Fox from his brother. Um, and turn it into a force for good. Um, um, uh, that would be that would be the possibly the greatest programming challenge in the history of television. Um, and I, I think his shareholders might be irritated by that. But um, um, and on top of that, it's cable television. Um, let us not forget it is in a declining industry. So I, you know, I think I think that is I think the logical the logical business move is 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 get out, get out of Fox. The newspapers that they um that the Murdochs continue to own are are aside from the Wall Street Journal, almost all money losers. Um and I think that they will be. I think that they will be sold. I think. I actually think the journal is probably worth a lot more money, um, um, independent of the company, than than it is within the company itself. That's the same for for several of the other significant assets they have: HarperCollins, the the um, the auto trading company they have in in Australia. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the um, I think the future is probably pretty clear. You mentioned the contradictions uh, within Fox and within the broader Murdoch empire. You spend a considerable amount of ink laying out one of those contradictions, and that's just how much Rupert Murdoch loathes Donald Trump. The irony of there is, of course, that Fox News is largely responsible for delivering Trump to the White House and relentlessly defending him through scandal after scandal. Could you lay out the relationship between Rupert Murdoch and Trump for us? I'm, I'm curious how you think that Trump has become more powerful than the Fox News machine and how Rupert Murdoch effectively lost control of Fox, his his own network. Yeah, I, well, I think there's a couple of questions there. And let, let me let me um, uh, let me, let me unpa- unpack this. It's, it's very important to realize that that. Um, that that Fox News is is ha, has never been um, has never been Murdoch's baby. Um, Fox News came about, you know, you know, was 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 funded by by um, by Murdoch, but created by Roger Ailes, run by Roger Ailes, and um, Murdoch was very happy to collect the profits and not very interested in the product. Um, Murdoch is not a television guy, doesn't really watch much television, is certainly not a programmer, is certainly not a television executive. And so Fox became this, this, this thing. I'm, I'm in, you know, in a way, I think, I think Murdoch may only have woken up to Fox um, when first thing, when, when Ailes got pushed out and Ailes was really pushed out by, by, um, um, by Murdoch's son, Lachlan and James. But then the real thing is, is Trump got elected. Um, I mean, I mean, I think no one was as surprised, well, everyone was surprised, but certainly among the most surprised was Rupert Murdoch. Um, and in a way, I think then he, he, he kind of had to 
come to terms with, with well, two contradictory things, um, that he hated Donald Trump, that he was embarrassed by by Trump, embarrassed by making him president, but um, but um, but suddenly this, these this immense amount of free cash flow, two billion dollars, um, um, approaching. Um, and so, what 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 does he do? Um, and I, I think he was he was paralyzed by that. Um, but January sixth. I mean, I, I think was became the line in the sand for 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 him, um, and um, and following that, the the uh, the fact that Trump might try to be president again, um, you know, I I think then he suddenly thought, no, you know, I've got to do something, and his children, particularly his daughter, have been talking to him about his legacy, and and I think that you know. Um, you know, about a year ago, slightly more than a year ago, he decided, you know, Ron DeSantis could be the Trump killer. Um, and that's what he would do. He would use his his power, Fox's power, to undermine Donald Trump. Now, that obviously has not worked out in, in any way, shape or form. Um, and in fact, um, where we are now is that Trump is openly at war with Fox. Um, we have a, the second debate and um uh, which is a Fox-sponsored debate, and Trump is uh, not showing up. Um, uh, he will apparently show up at future debates, which are sponsored by other networks. So um, he is, um, you know, he is, he's made his amends with CNN. I mean, he has gone to all-out war against Fox, against Rupert Murdoch. And in that war, I don't know, who, who, do, you, um, uh, who, who do you think wins? Um, yeah, I, right. I know. I know where my my um, um, my vote would lie. Mm-hmm. Now, and, you know, and clearly state. Ahead, I, I'm just, I'm just curious for you to clearly state where your vote would lie, and I, I'm assuming you're thinking it lies with Trump's going to win. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think Trump has has, you know, Trump has become effectively a bigger media platform than. Uh, than Fox News, which which is an extraordinary, uh, quite a quite a hefty statement and an extraordinary development. Absolutely. One sec, <clears throat> Dinah, you go to the next one. You devote an entire chapter to Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott just simply by calling it Suzanne Scott. You say she was going to be fired over the Dominion defamation disaster. Many have predicted the demise of Suzanne before, but she's still running the network. Why do you think that is? Well, well, no, it was in kind of an interesting thing that everybody, uh, you know, as in the in the, even in the course of writing this book, everyone would say, you, you know, um, you know, Suzanne is toast. Um, she is going within days. I mean, this went on and on and on, and then that subtly shift shifted to say this is how dysfunctional this company is nobody can even fire suzanne um so understood but you do you do point to a lot of the theories of of, about suzanne scott in there why she was brought in by the Lachlan or, or by the murdoch brothers um why she stays because of her uh sheer being a woman as 
you've pointed out, sources have said. Um, but ultimately, because in many ways, she's she knows where the bodies are buried as well, as you noted. So she's a very tricky character because she hails from the Ailes error, which is something that the Murdochs want to divide themselves from, but they can't with her under her helm. It's very complicated, that relationship. I, I, I'm com- completely. I mean, I think that it represents, you know, the truth about Fox is that from the Murdoch standpoint, it's kind of unmanageable and kind of has been un- unmanageable. And this is for for a lot of reasons, beginning with the fact that it is, that it is and in many ways remains Roger Ailes's company. Um, but also, you know, that they're just they're not television executives. Um um, you know, they're they're doing something which fundamentally they don't know how to do. Um, you know, they're you you know here here, especially Rupert, um, but also his sons. They're used to managing a gargantuan, diversified, um, um, international media company. Um, in in but in 2017, they sold off the bulk of their assets. Um, and they were left with, with you know, w- w- what relatively speaking is for them a kind of mom and pop shop, which they have to manage, and they're and they're bad managers. Um, you know, they they this is not really what they what they do. They 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 you know they acquire and they um, um, and they invest and they do you know they do things at a, at a level far far from the 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 ground of a television news station when you speak to sources what do they say about how they feel lachlan murdoch will run fox corporation and news corporation going forward are they confident in his abilities to run it i mean you know well, the book I think that, that he's based I think in sydney there, there there are there are two th- two things i mean is he running it does you know rupert murdoch um I think it was phrased. He's not stepping down. He's stepping back. Um, is this any different than 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 it has been? Um, you know, Rupert Murdoch holds all the power. He appoints the board. He appoints the CEO. Um, he he nothing nothing structurally has changed except his title. Um, and and Rupert Murdoch is incredibly. Um, meddlesome has always been. Um, um, does that now change? Um, on top of that, Lachlan's mo, his his reason for being has has been um, has been to keep his father happy. Um, he exists in this job because he has kept his his father happy. Um, is if his father becomes unhappy, well, he probably doesn't exist in this job anymore. So therefore, does anything change? I don't think so. One of the biggest blows to Fox News that we've had in in recent history was uh, the firing of Tucker Carlson, which came just uh, a week after they settled uh, the Dominion defamation suit for $787 million. Six days, yes. Six days, right. Tell us about what you found about Tucker Carlson's firing. Yeah, it was related to... to, to dominion i mean this this whole thing from the beginning from to deny this of everyone denying this was um uh was ridiculous um you know it it came um you know the six days is 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 important it was um 
you know, it was not included in the deal, but, you know, everyone got the assurances. Um, it was, you know, it was a sweetener to the deal, how, how to get to the settlement number, which everyone wanted to get to. Um, and it was actually kind of with some amusement, Hannity was first offered up and Hannity wasn't quite enough. So, um, uh, so, so, so Tucker got, got, um, uh, got thrown in. Now this was, I mean, this is easy for everyone to deny because there were other reasons certainly to fire Tucker and, um, you know, and, and, and Murdoch had been, you know, for quite for quite some months, incredibly unhappy about Tucker and the Ukraine in his Ukraine position. Um, so, um, but this this sort of all conveniently came. Okay, yes, fine. Seven. We won't go to a billion dollars. We don't want to go to a billion dollars. Um, and um, but we'll we'll throw in Tucker if you'll settle for slightly less than that. You know, this this has been a theory that's been bandied around since that settlement happened. What I don't understand about it is, aside from the fact that Tucker Carlson wasn't one of the more prominent figures in Dominion's claims, there's also the fact that I don't understand why Dominion would push for a scalp as big as Tucker's and then not take credit for it. And as you noted, they have denied that there was any sort of secret condition to this settlement. So I, I, I'm just not sure I understand why... Fox News would offer up Tucker Carlson and why Dominion would accept that I, you know, and not just, take credit it, for it. It was, I mean, as I um as I understand it, it was, you know, how do you get to the settlement number? I mean, in the end, the only thing that was important here was the money. The only right. thing that was important to Fox was the money. The only thing that was important to Dominion was the money. Um but getting to that, getting to that point, I want you know, we want to pay less, we want more. Um, and then, then, and we're going to get every, everyone kind of knows we're going to get there, but how do we get there? How do we get to that, to that thing? How does everyone, how is everyone left feeling, um, like they've gotten literally everything that they can? Um, and, and from from Murdoch's point of view, well, Tucker, you know, maybe we should get rid of him anyway. Um, you know, maybe this is maybe this is just the convenient reason. Um, for Dominion, it's like um, we really we really want this money, and we really want to get get more. And Hannity is not enough. Um, okay, they're offering Tucker. Okay, you know, seven eighty seven. Um, yes, we'll take will take that. Um, so mm -hmm. just think of it in the context of, of this suited everyone's needs at that moment in time. And remember that the paramount needs here are the money. Um, so it's not, Dominion is never going to be able to go out and, and, um, and claim that, that it did this um, because they wouldn't get the money. Um, at the same time, Fox is, 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 is going and delivered. So Fox is, you know, we're, we want, we're going to humble Fox along with the money. Although remembering that it is in the end, all about the money.
You write with the firing of Carlson that Fox effectively accepted the liberal case against itself. What do you mean by that? Well, I, I, I meant when they went out and uh, and tried to, you know, they had to come up with a reason for um, um, for firing Carlson, which they didn't have. Um, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They had no reason to tell him. They had. They had no reason. Um, uh, I mean, there there wasn't the re- the reason was actually actually Dominion. So then they had to go out and fabricate another reason, and the reason that they fabricated, and you know, you know, through outlets like like the New York Times, what uh, was essentially that Carlson was too conservative, um, which is, if you think about it, for Fox News, um, mm-hmm. com- comical. <laughs> yeah. Um- I heard rumblings that you had a book in the works prior to Roger Ailes' death that would be in some ways a retort to the sexual harassment claims against him that you actually wrote in an essay for The Hollywood Reporter that that Roger never had a chance to tell his side. Is that true? Uh, no. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I go through, a, um, there's always a, discu- a lot of discussions about a lot of books um and uh you know i've always been interested in the in the in the ales story but i never uh, you, you know i never thought that would be a um i mean that was never a logical well maybe i mean it was just, it's an interesting story so i i'm you know i might have entertained that for a moment but that was you know the the trump um the trump story you know, almost immediately overtook that. I mean, matter of fact, after Ailes's death, I, I actually I think I was already writing the Trump book. Hmm. Now you've faced some scrutiny for reporting practices in previous books, and I'm curious of how you went about the reporting in this one. A lot of the reporting and the quotes are presented without explanation of how you got them, and the scenes are laid out in incredible detail. Is everything that you report in this book 100% true? 100%. And so what would you say to critics who say that a lot of this is thinly sourced or uncorroborated claims about what happened? No, I I, I don't know what I would what I would say. This is you can um um you, you know this this book is my version of what of uh, of of what of the experience that that I had of the um, of what I know of what people have told me. This is the story through my eyes. Um, um, you know, there will be other stories and other accounts and other books. Um, you know, this is I, I have what I try to deliver is is not the public story, not the story for public consumption. Um, um, the private story, you know, there's always, there's a lot of, you, you know, I mean, I think, I think Fox has said that I didn't, that I didn't call them to fact check. Um, and they're absolutely right. I did not call the Fox PR people to fact check. Um, because that just means you're, you put yourself in a position to negotiate with them. Um, I did call every principal, contact every principal in the book and said, do you want to talk? Um, you know, I'll tell you what I'm writing. Um, and some, 
um, responded positively to that. Some some did not. Um, but some. Yes, I'm sorry. No, but I think it's in, it's 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 important, and it's important in terms of the way I the way I I work to do everything possible to navigate around the official channels. Um, um, I don't want to negotiate the truth as so many journalists actually um, um, find themselves find themselves in that position to have to um, um, uh, well to have to talk to the Fox PR people and um, and be badgered and threatened by them. There is one scene in particular that has been disputed. You report that Tucker had Ron DeSantis and his wife over for dinner at their home in Florida, and that DeSantis made a terrible impression, which included shoving and possibly kicking the Carlson's dog. Um, both Tucker and DeSantis, uh, the DeSantis campaign, have said that's never happened. Are they are they lying here? Uh, um, the uh, this the source on this is Tucker himself. Uh, I'm just I just reflect what he told me. Why do you think he's denying this now after telling you that when you were writing the book? I don't know. Maybe he exaggerated. Maybe maybe he lied. Maybe he I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe he regrets saying that. Um, hmm. I have no idea. Um, I know my. Um, you know, I think what I am accurately reflecting is his feelings about Ron DeSantis. Um, um, and at the moment, he seemed to have felt that he kicked the dog. I, I, I can't tell you whether that that happened or not. I I'm can just... only tell you with the greatest authority that that's what he said happened. And you're and I don't know what deal you struck with with Tucker when that was made, but does is he comfortable with you outing that he was the source on that um i i don't i don't know what he's comfortable with i i i um um i do know that um well as 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 i said this is from the horse's mouth Understand. He he looms pretty large in this book. There are a number of chapters dedicated to him, and you have all of this firsthand reporting of of the things that he went through. Did you spend a lot of time with Tucker for this book? Well, I've known Tucker for twenty years. Um, uh, I actually hired him to write a column at New York Magazine in well, just about twenty years ago. Um, um, so we've spent a lot of time talking. And as far as his next chapter goes, he's obviously been been fired from Fox and now he's or was benched from Fox, I should say, and is now uh, making a go of it on Twitter or X. Do you think that he poses a serious threat to Fox News going forward? You know, I, I think that we're at an interesting point. And the, and the question is what, whether whether um, the the monopoly of conservative media starts to fragment like um, um, mainstream liberal media has fragmented. And, and I think that is a, that's a, a very real possibility. I mean, I think it's, I think it's happening. I mean, I talk in the book about, about the, the mini empire that Ben Shapiro has, has, has built up and, you know, the influence of, of, of outlets like, um, 
you know, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, Steve Bannon, Joe Rogan, I mean, these are voices outside of, of Fox, basically conservative voices. And, um, and I think we'll probably see more of that. And I think Tucker is, is, is uniquely positioned, um, uh, to, to, to be one of those, um, one of those voices that are, you know, that are, uh, again, a challenge to Fox's monopoly. So the way you see it going forward, the Fox monopoly and over conservative media, which has existed, you know, since Fox exploded in the early 2000s, that's something that is falling apart as well, in addition to this Murnock empire. Uh, very, very much. And I, obviously, you know, with, with it, you know, um, Fox is, you know, cable television is a declining business and not a growing business. And um, and Fox finds itself in that predicament. Its own digital strategy has been pretty unsuccessful. There's a lot of very juicy, somewhat salacious gossip in here, including regarding a certain Fox host being a drunk about another former host wearing a, a revealing outfit to Roger Ailes's funeral. And sometimes that reporting is presented as, well, this is what people around Fox News were saying. Did you have any reluctance including that sort of thing in the book, perhaps understanding that this might have been gossip that was untrue? I, I mean, I, I only include here what I have, what I believe is is incontrovertible truth um um you know and that's that's on the basis of it coming from people i trust i've dealt with before um i know well um or on the basis of what speaking of um revealing how did you put it revealing Outfits, uh, outfits of, yes, right? Yes. Of what I have, it's a, it's a little more descriptive in the book. I'll let people read it yes. for themselves. Of, of what I might have personally witnessed. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. What was your writing process in in general like for writing this book? You know, I get up early in the morning and I go to work. Michael Wolf, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Interview. Please subscribe to The Interview on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And check out our coverage of our conversation with Michael Wolf on Mediaite.com.